This is Tristan. And this is Bill. For the Space Bros Podcast. Podcast. You'll notice uh, two out of three bros. Justin has to work today. Yeah, the harmony was a little weak there. Yeah, but, uh, we'll work on that. Yeah, um, we have to work on some duets. We'll do some karaoke. Yeah, we didn't get our full vocal warm ups in today, so we'll have to excuse us. We're too busy on the ice. Oh yeah, on the ice, icy boys. Uh, episode one hundred and one. We haven't recorded in a long time. Yeah, because there hasn't been a ton of news. Uh, but now there's post Mandalorian. There's a new show, new episodes. Yep. Uh, new season of Clone Wars out there. Yeah, Clone Wars. Back. And uh, the dust has kind of settled around the movie. So yep. there's some news there, though. Yeah. Um, let's start with that right away. The newest um, novelization of a movie, which is a bullshit thing. When, <laughs> when you take like, I remember when I was a kid, you'd have the book, you know, star would roll through. They'd yeah. be like, cool, I'm, I like this movie, like E.T., Let's get the novelization so I can read the book based on the movie, yeah. not based on, you know, a book or beforehand. Yeah, or source material. It's just yeah. a shitty retelling of the movie yeah. in a novel. Yeah. So I think that's what happened here is yep. the novelization of The Rise of Skywalker revealed um, that Palpatine was a clone in Rise of Skywalker. Which, I mean, makes sense because it's mm-hmm. like, how the fuck? Yeah. Because yeah. it looks like they implied it because... Uh, um, you know, he's got the clone factory yeah. and he's in there, like, looks like he's hooked up to tubes. Yeah. Like he'd just been cloned yeah. and he didn't have the power to walk on his own will. Yeah. So you kind of hinted that, but they never explicitly say that he's a clone. Um, so then it also said that Snoke, uh, was made, created to test Kylo Ren mm-hmm. as, uh, one of his clones as like, here's, um, here's a test for you if you pass my test then you're worthy of whatever um but it's also you know saying that his disciples built the sith fleet on exegol so mm-hmm. that was um built in the time that he spent on exegol which have been like 30 years basically or mm-hmm. yeah um and then he survived the return of the jedi by transferring his consciousness as he was falling which is stupid it's like the most bullshit retcon wasn't <laughs> Wasn't there some bullshit? Isn't that like uh, Dark Empire? Wasn't that kind of what happened? Yeah, in those books? Yeah. The EU stuff? Yeah. I think so, but because uh, there definitely was, like he, he had also he had cloned clones. Luke. Yeah. I can't remember the, uh, mm-hmm. like he, if he did a, a yeah. transference of. I don't know if he did that while he was falling, though. That seems oh, yeah. kind of bullshit. Yeah. Like, how do you do hop out of your fast. body while you're falling down this? Yeah. <laughs> this crevasse into like lightning (laughs) yeah that's that's not great um but they also reveal that ray's father is a failed palpatine clone yeah so he tried to clone himself and uh her dad turned out to be a failed attempt so that's why she's a palpatine but he didn't look like he had any force powers or anything yeah so maybe that's why he was a failed attempt so it's sad that hopefully the uh well we can still hold out hope you know, the, the answer to does Palpatine fuck is, oh, yeah, he fucks. <laughs> yes. Well, now it's complicated because he's yeah. asexual. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he also, they also His say that. His failed clones fuck, though. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> At least Ray's dad. Did. Yeah. 
Yeah, I yeah. think that's been established now. Yep, canon. Um, but it also says here that Palpatine tried to create a Force Dyad, which is this new Rise of Skywalker plot device mm-hmm. with Anakin back in the day in episode one, two, three era. So it sounds like he tried to with himself in Anakin and then failed, is what they're saying. Hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I don't like the whole, um, you know, this is like plugging the corks yeah. in the ship yeah, with yeah, totally. this plot device stuff. Yeah. yeah. So the the clone thing, you know, they clones are a thing and that all makes somewhat sense more than just like, oh yeah, well, uh, mm-hmm. he didn't fall all the way down or, you know, some other bullshit explanation, but like why why would he make a broke ass clone of himself? Why would yeah. he be mm-hmm. shiny shiny little ginge boy? <laughs> Maybe he was running out of goo or like his DNA or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Like his DNA pile was getting thinned out. So, yeah. yeah. That is a good point. I don't know. That's why you can't cheap out on your clone uh, clone tanks or your goo. Um, Yes, but so uh, back to the prequels then. He, so didn't um, Dooku order the clones originally? I'm trying to remember how this series of events works. No, was it like Shakti? Oh. I think that was some straight Jedi shit. Okay. I thought it was um, Darth Tyrannus was the one who created the Order of the Clones and then Obi-Wan was surprised when he knew about them? Or was it a Jedi that ordered the clones? I think I think it was all a Jedi operation. Because hmm. okay. at that time he was already like a Separatist, right? Yeah. He was building okay. robots. But I thought he planted that seed a long time ago. I don't know. He might have. Huh. I, I can't remember. Okay, I'll have to rewatch those again, Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 2 is probably my least watched of all of them. Yeah. We could um, just uh, ask our pal to Google too. Sure. Why don't you give that a look? Um, and then another awesome thing that has uh, come out is the final season of The Clone Wars, which debuted on February 21st. Uh, this is season seven of The Clone Wars. And this is going to be the final season. We don't know how many episodes are. Oh, it says 12, actually. So that's our answer. Um, and so far there's been three released. Uh, the first one is the bad batch, uh, where Anakin Skywalker and Mace Windu lead an attack to defend the the main Republic shipyard from Admiral Trench. They are joined by a group of uniquely talented mutant clones known as the bad batch inside a separate separatist command center. Rex has a mysterious signal leading him to believe that echo might still be alive. Okay. Uh, what do you think of that one? Did you like the first episode? Introducing the Bad Batch, what do you think of those guys? Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it's a novel idea. I think, <clears throat> I think this episode was like one that they released as like a webby kind okay. of thing at some point, so with like, like shitty animation and stuff. Oh, but, okay. Because mm-hmm. they were partial, you know, they had it written and everything, and yeah, at least rough cuts, and then they pulled the plug on it. And yeah, they pulled the plug on it. Yeah, but no, I think it's a novel concept. I mean, kind of makes sense. Remind me of eighteen. Like yeah, yeah, totally. The here we got we yeah. got the guys with guns. The guy who's you know strong, strong, yeah. yeah. And the nerdy guy, <laughs> the guy who has a knife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did think it was kind of funny how he's walking around like ninja stabbing everybody. <laughs> yeah, all the, ro- the droids, the robots. Yeah, that's yeah. what you need is a yeah vibroblade, I guess. And that one guy totally looked like uh, Rambo, Rambo yeah. clone. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, I see what you're going at. Yeah, um, but then Echo was rumored to still be alive at the end of this episode. Yep, they like intercepted some transmissions because they captured uh, 
captured a a separatist mm-hmm. post that was supposed to have this algorithm because mm-hmm. oh yeah that they were capturing the post because there's an algorithm that was like uh breaking their tactics and mm-hmm. like predicting it and they were getting screwed by that so they were trying to shut it down and then uh they heard transmissions and rex heard uh echo in okay. there and yeah yeah um what did you find out did you have a definitive answer to that question or so this article isn't great this is on starwars.com instead of wikipedia but oh, okay it says the origin of the creation was murky. Prime Minister Lama Su, who I think was one of the weird Camino folks, yeah. mm-hmm. told Obi-Wan the order was placed by Jedi Master Sifo Dias. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was killed shortly after the Battle of Naboo, and the Jedi Council had no knowledge of the army. Okay. Um, so, so it's probably some like Palpatine machination kind of shit, right? Well, yeah, it also says here uh, Sifu Dias was... A human Jedi master who commissioned the Caminos, uh, Caminoians. Com- <laughs> That's a dumb word. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he was uh, Darth um, Tyrannus's apprentice. Oh yeah. So you're you're probably right. Okay. So he is um, by tangent, I guess, <laughs> the guy who ordered the clones. Yeah. And there's no. I don't think he's in any of the. Clone Wars episodes or anything related to the, you know, any screen time at all. Um, Here we go. On Stack Exchange, mm-hmm. um, it said that Darth Sidious learned of the original plot and ordered his apprentice, Darth Tyrannus, to intervene, mm. possibly killing Sifo DS okay. and collaborate with Django to continue the production of the army. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, says- yeah. Here he died, 32 BBY. I love how Wikipedia is not going to yeah. change their shit. <laughs> like Fuck your acronyms. BBY. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's what that makes sense then. All right. Okay, back to Clone Wars then. So episode two, Distant Echo, uh, aired on the 28th of February. And it's about Anakin Rex and the Bad Batch launching a dangerous rescue mission under the assumption that Echo might still be alive. Do you remember... When Echo was killed, was that the end of season six, allegedly? Or do you remember anything about that? I think it was earlier than that. Okay. But yeah, they mm-hmm. were doing an offensive and mm-hmm. he got left behind. Okay. So they... One of those situations. Discover that Echo uh, is alive and he's hooked up to possibly a stasis chamber or something. Yeah. Some device. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, this one... Was this the one where they're on the pipe? Or is that the third one, I think? I think there's a oh, third one. Okay, where they yeah. meet that. Okay. Yeah, this one I think wasn't as memorable. I think, oh, yeah, I guess I don't remember too much about that one. I just watched it recently. But Yeah, I feel a, like it was kind of just like set up, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then the third one, yeah, they, they, they get in the facility and... Mm-hmm. They meet this um, alien race and they have to work learn to work with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those winged... Yeah. Uh, riders yeah and they get into the facility and they have to free echo and uh escape the the droid forces yep yeah Echo's all jacked up they got various yeah yeah they messed with him quite a bit yeah he's got cyborg parts yeah <laughs> yeah i'm guessing i'm guessing we're gonna see further further mm-hmm. uh a 
effects of that too. Sure. Mm -hmm. And one thing you had mentioned right away is that Ahsoka is featured heavily in the trailers and all the promotional materials for this Mm -hmm. season. And she hasn't been in it yet at all. She might've been in like a scene in the first one. Maybe I feel like they might've been on a ship, like with her standing, but I don't think she talked probably, but no lines or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And you've got these next episodes are called unfinished business gone without a trace deal. No deal. I'm hoping there's a deal or no deal segment. Yeah. (laughs) In that episode. That'd be sweet. (laughs) Open the case. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we'll see but yeah those are all scheduled to be released uh so the half season will be done by the end of march yeah so we got pretty consistent episodes coming out every week from here on out yep and i guess it's it's neat this is disney saying probably going forward they're never going to do the whole binge thing mm-hmm. which i think overall is probably smarter because yeah um yeah i think as it rolls out um because then there's less chance of people spoiling it yeah and posting things on the internet. Well, and like with the Mandalorian doing it that way, mm-hmm. they got people <clears throat> way into the show and hyped and talking about it for yep. you know nine yeah. weeks instead of yeah <laughs> one week. I do like that. Yeah. Um, as much as you know, like sometimes you're like, I want to watch three episodes in a day. <laughs> yeah, you can do that later. Yeah, you don't have to wait. You have to wait a little bit. Yeah. So and it's good for the property overall because it. Yeah. It's not just a blip then. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Stranger Things is kind of like that. Like, everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is so cool. And then it lasts for like a week because yeah. you can just watch it all. And then, yep. Yep. Uh, there's probably some SOE optimization <laughs> bullshit in <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I do like how, like, the Mandalorian, Mandalorian almost felt like uh, appointment television where you had to be there to watch yeah. it. And yep. like, oh, it's coming out Friday. Oh, yeah. cool. In the next episode. Can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. I'm for that. Yeah. Uh, but now Disney Plus is going to have a giant gap in <laughs> content because, yeah. I mean, Rise of Skywalker will probably come there uh, sometime in May, maybe. I don't know exactly when the um, Blu-ray version of that is coming out because it'll probably be the same time. Um, let's take a look. Blu-ray release date is, wait for it. March 31st. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I I wonder when the the second half of uh, Clone Wars is going to be coming out. How long that gap is going to be. I'm really anxious to see. So I don't know how we're going to get the the full version with the director's cut extended version of this movie. Maybe probably not on Disney Plus because I don't think they have the director's cut. Extras, yeah. Yeah, all the extras. I think it's just the movie. Um, but if you buy the full Blu-ray, I'm sure it has like the extended versions. Probably. Same with that dumb box set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about that story next then because Justin, I think, had linked here. Uh, even though he's not here, he had contributed to the, the, the pod with uh, some information about the original Star Wars trilogy prequels and The Force Awakens are being released on 4K UHD. No mention of Rise of uh, Skywalker or Last Jedi in there, though. Oh, it says Rogue One as well. Okay. So some of the movies, not all of them, are going to be the original trilogy. So, yeah, this was the Skywalker Saga Blu-ray set. Um, Yeah, okay, Rogue One won't be in the box set. It's not part of the Skywalker Saga. So it's available to purchase individually. Hmm. Okay. 
the 4K UHD restoration of the original films and prequel trilogy. The formats also come with Dolby Atmos sound quality, and uh, which were previously exclusive to the streaming service at Disney+. And Lucas meddling. Yeah. So you'll have yes. McClunky. Yes. Oh, yeah. So do you get the Disney Plus version of the movies yep. then? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Ooh, boy. Okay. Um, and they also have, uh, let's see, digital exclusives. Um, does it say how much this bad boy is? All the money? Yeah. Um, McClunky. Yeah. Oh, it says, okay, yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see if it links to this. And I'll find out exactly how much. How much do you think it is, if you were to take a guess? So we've got eight movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll say 180. Close. Uh, but it's 249. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it also comes with a digital copy of the movies as well. Um... And An this, exclusive letter from Mark Hamill. Yeah. It says on the box. Yeah, it is there. It's got 27 discs. Yeah, so it's got all these extra discs too, even though you can probably fit all that on one Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why there's multiple Blu-rays, but okay. Um, and also it has um, a Steelcase series. So if you're into collecting the the collectibles and you want to have the cool steel Steelcase, that's the way to go. It's probably the only way to get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you say, would you, as a collector or a fan of the Star Wars saga, do you think this is something that people should own? Or you think it's kind of... Probably not. <laughs> extravagant. You get a laser disc Ridiculous. Player, right? yeah. 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 I did spend 100 bucks on getting the original movies on LaserDisc, so between the player and the disc. Yeah. But I feel like that's priceless. Yes. <laughs> this is uh, kind of trivial because if you have Disney Plus already... Yeah. You can already stream them. So why do yeah. you, unless you need the physical discs, if you're like, I don't have good internet. Yeah. And um, when's the last time you've used a physical disc? Well, I've actually used it recently because some oh. DVDs I have, you can't stream mm. some movies. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But that means you have to have a player. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's being released. Oh, did we say the release date for that? Uh, shoot. I forget to look that up. One second, let me look and see if it's coming says here. soon. Just coming soon, okay. I don't know if you had the price, I'm sure. Oh, had. March 31st. Oh, which I think is the same day as the Skywalker, um, Rise of Skywalker digital HD Blu ray version. That's the thing, too, is how many people have 4K Blu ray players, too. On yeah. top of that, like if you have a regular Blu ray player, it doesn't do the 4K, mm-hmm. it'll just do scaling in your TV, um, which is not as good as the. 4k blu-ray player so how many people actually own 4k blu-ray players <laughs> i would say not that many yeah although the the newest xbox does not have like uhd mm. capabilities in it yeah i think the x does yeah but the ps4 pro does not which is yeah. what i have and that doesn't have 4k blu-ray natively yeah so yeah i think if you try putting in a 4k blu-ray into a, the ps4 it'll just say nope <laughs> sweet yeah but if you had the xbox x i think it'd work yeah okay um all right well let's talk about um another major um 
this is probably the biggest news recently is the high republic yeah. the announcement of a new timeline which is funny when you think about <laughs> a fictional work it's like oh yeah we just dropped a new timeline in between these years yeah <laughs> just oh we found it well weird um so there was a a writer's room of writers and contributors to the star wars universe that got together and did like a um you know, like a, a powwow where they put their heads together yeah. and came up with this new timeline called the High Republic. And it says, it's a golden age for Jedi, also a time of galactic expansion in the Outer Rim. So um, there's... Uh, the first books and comics are set to debut. Star Wars uh, Celebration Anaheim in August 2020. And there's a massive interconnected story that's told across various formats by various publishers. So there's going to be books and comics are the primary drivers for these. Mm -hmm. And it might bleed over into TV show and movie if it gains enough popularity, I guess. Um, But it takes place 600 years, I believe. Um, 600 years before. uh, I think two. Two hundred, yeah. Oh, two hundred. I think two hundred before the Phantom Menace. I saw somewhere. Okay, let's see. Let me see if it has one more thing in here. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Oh, when does it take place? Yeah, okay. two hundred years. Before oh, it's two hundred. Okay. Menace. Yep. So, Yoda is alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're looking svelte. Chewie's probably not alive, right? Probably not. I think Chewie's like 100 and some years old. Yeah, I think that's correct. Okay. So maybe Yoda is the only character that they'll keep in the story. Yeah. And I hope we get maybe like Dreadlock Yoda, like he (laughs) was back in the day. Yeah. He's living the high Republic life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 420 boy. (laughs) Um, So when they described this um, think tank thing, there was a video that came out of it too, and they said uh, there was a disaster that ripples through uh, the galaxy and uh, it shapes everything that happens um, throughout. And they actually said like, what about this concept? What's the thing that scares the Jedis? And at this time period, there's a lot of Jedis. Yeah. So, yeah. And I was like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> and then you brought up that they described some of the characters, uh, like archetypes, yeah. archetypes that they had uh, created there's like you know a lot of like jedi knights like traditional jedi knights but then there's the bad guys yeah the nihil yeah which are space vikings <laughs> yes and space vikings and then with the name i saw speculation like oh is this are they going to bring in like darth nihilus mm. which mm-hmm. i mean i guess but yeah i haven't seen anything mm. anything concrete about like any of that just they're like, oh yeah there's jedi and mm-hmm. they have weird lightsabers sometimes yeah because there's um when you talk about the old republic you yeah. got four thousand years before mm-hmm. um episode four yeah i think is basically the timeline there so a lot of those things are like way long ago like yeah thousands of years ago yeah and then if you talk about this it's like 200 years ago where things are still fresh um yeah. but it Darth Nihilus would be long dead. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. And there's various Sith around then, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think all the all the heavy hitters are probably 
before then, like Sith Bane and all them. Like, they were way yeah. long ago. So. so I think then, yeah, talking about 200 years, they're separating themselves far enough from like the old EU stuff yeah. that happens before the, the prequels, yeah. right? I mean, it makes sense from purely capitalistic uh, yeah. Yeah. ideas, right? Because they've got mm-hmm. pretty much nothing in, them, in that mm-hmm. time period, so. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's kind of strange just, um, you know, fabricating a different saga entirely and mm-hmm. then seeing like behind the curtains of how that works yeah. is, I mean, that's the era we're in now where there's a lot of visibility to that kind of stuff, but yeah. it's just, it does make you feel like it's part of the machine <laughs> yeah, at totally. that point. Yeah. You're like, oh, this takes kind of the fun out of Star Wars when yeah. you break it down like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not like we had the super great idea. It's like, hey, we've got the super great idea to make money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're like, Listen, I'm Bob Iger. Oh, he just stepped down though, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm the guy who replaced Bob Iger. Yeah. <laughs> we need to make more money on Star Wars. Get to thinking. Yeah. We're going to take all you people who wrote for Star Wars and we're going to put you in a room and you're going to come up with something on yeah. Thursday or else you're fired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it makes it seem like. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, optimistically, if they do a good job of it, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, um, I'm not a, the person that... Uh, type of person that likes to sit down and read the novels yeah as much as i'd rather read the comic books or um watch the tv shows or see the mm-hmm. movies so for me it's a harder sell saying like yeah we got this great new timeline and it's all we're gonna do is do books to begin mm-hmm. yeah that's why i haven't read like the thrawn books as much as you have and stuff because it hasn't grabbed me like that so yeah it's a mistake you'll have to read all and the a junior- couple of the a couple of these books are YA. yeah yes like, jesus christ Yes. Yeah, they mentioned in that video too, they're like, oh yeah, there'll be some books for real little kids, some books for like teens, and then some books for maybe adults, junior adults. And I was like, well, what? Yeah. <laughs> None of that really interests me. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what causes concern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, you know, things will build up on this and they'll say like, oh yeah, we got this TV show that's coming just for Disney Plus. Yeah. And it's going to be well produced and we'll get these people on it. You know, like once Dave Lee's done the Clone Wars, maybe they'll put him on that. Yeah. Or something, or who knows. Yeah. But um, Pablo Hidalgo was in that video, too. Yeah. So yeah. he was on that team, it seems like, or he's overseeing some of that. So maybe yeah, there's... that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, but we'll wait and see. Yeah. But it sounds like this is going to be one of their main pillars at Anaheim this yeah. year for yep. Celebration. Because what else do they have to talk about? The Obi-Wan series? Maybe there'll be a trailer for that. Probably season two and of then- Mandalorian, right? And then they'll probably just do like anniversary stuff, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, the last uh, celebration was the 20 years of Phantom Menace. Yeah. So I don't know what this would would be, but yeah. Who knows? Maybe there'll be some surprises in there too. Um, one thing that we might get surprised with is a new video game from EA. Oh, yeah. Um, there's unannounced star wars game appeared to leak on the playstation network in the european psn store whoops <laughs> yeah someone, um, got fired for that. someone created a listing on the european psn store for a game called star wars project maverick um which hasn't been announced and uh ea still has the exclusive rights to develop star wars games so meaning that nobody else can make them except for ea mm-hmm. for a while i don't know how when that contract ends um, but all we saw was a weird promo, well, like a concept art thing of an Imperial Destroyer in a planet that looks like Mustafar and a logo that says Project Maverick. That's all the details we have right now. Um, but I think there's also a lot of rumors, and it's pretty much confirmed, that there will be 
a Fallen Order 2 game because mm-hmm. that one did so yeah. well that they're definitely yeah. going to make a sequel. Did you end up beating that? Yeah. Okay. We can, I think it's safe now for us to talk about the end of that game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Justin's so. not here. Justin, if you're listening, fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was that commercial uh, for the Xbox store or like Xbox, like buy an Xbox. Here's Star Wars. Look at this. And they show Darth Vader in the commercial. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> After I beat the game, I was like, that was a big reveal. You yeah. can't show him in the commercial. Yeah. There's a lot of people upset about that because then when they got to that part in the story, they're like, oh, okay, well, he's in there. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of interesting. And then you basically have to run away from him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you can't kill him. Run. Just run, run, <laughs> He'll run, run. fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. But didn't Siri end up dying at the end too? I think she ended up sacrificing herself. Or no, was it her... The Inquisitor? Um, remind me, because I remember yeah, you I think, battled the Inquisitor. I think the ex sister. Mm-hmm. Was it ninth? Yes. Whichever. The, I think I think she did. Because I think I think it ends at the end with you and your night sister pal and mm-hmm. Siri and pilot guy. Oh yeah. Okay. Off for adventures. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I think there was a heel turn. Towards mm-hmm. the end with the Inquisitor. Yeah. Inquisitress. Uh, face turn? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, that was a good game, though. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. There were parts of it that frustrated the hell out of me. Yeah. Like some... Mm-hmm. All the sliding mechanics. Yes. Oh. fuck themselves. Um, Man, that was bad. And some of the... Well, it was pretty much all slide stuff, but some of like the slide into Vine stuff were like so touchy yeah. and... Yeah. I didn't like that there was a button to grab. Yeah, like that just, too. Yep. Just grab. Yeah. Just grab the thing. Yeah. <laughs> to hold R2 or whatever, or L2 yeah. to grab something. Like, oh. There's a couple times when I wanted to break the controller. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, I enjoyed it. I thought it was well done. The graphics were awesome. Mm-hmm. Storytelling was good. Character animations. Yeah. I like the main character. Um, and I would play another one. Yeah. Even though I'd be frustrated, I, I put it on easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played the whole game on easy. But even, even on easy, I feel like there's there's a chunk where it was like frustratingly difficult on like planets mm, mm-hmm. like that. The one with the wind and all the stormtroopers. Oh yeah. Like you were yeah. underpowered enough for a bit and there was enough of them that it was like a pain in the ass walking anywhere. And then if enemies regenerate, yeah. you're like, fuck. Yep. Yeah. And then I also, sometimes I felt like the combat was wait for them to do a move. Yep. Counter, 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 yeah. counter. And that's not my favorite type. I no. mean, cause it was pretty much built. Like if you, don't have an opening they're going to block every single attack and mm-hmm. it felt really robotic in times. Yeah. and there was also i think the animation you couldn't cancel that so like if you're swinging your saber you can't cancel it you're stuck yeah. swinging your saber yeah which i hope Especially they get some of the yeah. uh the shock troopers and mm-hmm. like the harder enemies that can get pretty frustrating yeah. but once you i wish to you also had to make choices about your force powers instead of just getting them all yeah because then if you get them all, you're like, oh, well, I'm just super powerful now. Look at mm-hmm. me go. Yeah. Um, but if you had to make a choice, like either this one or that one, then each character kind of feels a little different. Mm-hmm. And maybe you'd play through it a second time and be like, oh, let me try this one instead. Because uh, that's one thing I really liked about the um, Knights of the Republic games, those classic Bioware joints, yeah. is you basically built like a D&D version of your character. Yeah, it was like Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Type. Yeah. yeah. And it's yep. like, well, I'm going to try as a Force user this time. Yeah. Yeah. Which made it... And being able to use, like, the dark side powers, which are Mm -hmm. pretty fun if you want to go, like, a mage-type route. And I um, I know there's spoilers for this game. That game's old. Yeah. Um, But I went uh, full Sith. Yeah. And they're, like, full evil dude, dark side Mm -hmm. powers. And the first time I played it, 
and I electrocuted like Bodar, everybody. Like yeah. you could kill all of them. Yeah. And then they were just dead. <laughs> yes. It's like I like games where it gives you the option to just go fully crazy. And yeah. Yeah. Be super good guy, super bad guy, whatever you want. Yeah. I heard they might do a remake of that, like a yeah. remastering. That'd be cool. Yeah. Those games were good. Yep. Some of my favorites of all time. Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of favorites of all time, Final Fantasy VII. They launched launched a free version of the demo oh. for that, the remake. That looks real good. I played through that. It's yeah. like an hour long. Oh, man, that was good. I love that game. So I didn't play that one much. I didn't mm. I didn't have a console capable of playing it till after it was whatever. I think mm. the f- I got a PlayStation 2 at some point. But Okay. Yeah, I had that one for so PS, I got on PS1. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I had... Um, yeah, like Final Fantasy VIII quite a bit too. Yeah. That one I played the shit out of. I yep. actually played it in Japanese, not oh, knowing nice. most of the abilities. Yeah. <laughs> I had to look at a translation guide the whole time. Yeah. Um, but that's how much I liked Final Fantasy VII is like, I want to play the next one. Everyone, everyone loves VII that played it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it looks like they're making some of the parts of it that were not good better. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for that. But one thing is they're releasing like part one of the game and it could be like a four part game. Yeah. We've been waiting so long for this remake, too. It's like, Jesus. Yeah, they have been talking <laughs> about up. it for probably 10 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. But when you see the game, how polished, polished it is right now, even as a demo, it's pretty incredible. Recommend checking it out. Nice. You underestimate my power. Come to your senses. <laughs> Try it. You were the chosen one. Okay, we talked about the leaked Star Wars game in the High Republic. Um, and now it's time to talk about an interesting concept that I came across from uh, this YouTube channel. Uh, called Red Letter Media, which is Milwaukee-based, <laughs> uh, I believe. I don't know if they've moved, but a lot of the stuff they... Yeah. They're drinking Milwaukee beers and stuff. And I, <laughs> yeah, and they, I, think I think that's accurate, Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, but the, that group of producers uh, mentions in one of their videos when they're talking about how complicated and Star Wars is that there was a ring theory um, that George Lucas was getting credit for uh, putting in the Star Wars movies, whether he meant to or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's this classic uh, film and storytelling technique called the Ring Theory, um, which was created by Rules of Ring Composition by Mary Douglas, who wrote a book called Thinking in Circles. And it says here that there are seven rules for identifying ring compositions. Um, the rules are not in the sense that there's uh, being something hard and fast about them, uh, breach carries no penalties, but insofar as they are commonly observed, they are like rules. Uh, the responses to the technical problems of coming back gracefully to the start. So the idea is that all six, we'll just take the six movies, uh, the prequels and the original trilogy, and say, uh, point out how they are connected like a ring. Mm-hmm. Um, first one is exposition or prologue. Um it's an exposition, and you can call it a prologue. It sets the stage, sometimes a time and a place. 
Um, number two is split into two halves. The ring composition splits into two halves at the midpoint. So if the uh, end is going to join at the beginning of the composition, we'll at some point need to make a turn towards the start. So that's kind of like uh, episode three transitioning to episode four. Mm-hmm. Uh, parallel sections. Two halves of the ring must be arranged in a parallel. So opposite each other across the central dividing line. Uh, indicators to mark individual sections. Uh, sections must be clearly marked so the reader knows when a section starts and stops. Uh, central loading. Most stories are presented in a clear linear fashion with the climax occurring near the end. The ring compositions tend to place the climax or central crisis of the narrative in the middle, which is true, I think, of uh, the Star Wars saga because you've got episode three as kind of the biggest revelations of everything. Like everything blows up, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and then rings within rings. So some rings have divisions into two halves by making each ring. Yeah, that may not apply, but, uh, closure at two levels. So the ending of a ring composition must join the beginning to make a clear closure on both symmetrical ends, uh, of a thematic level. So, um, now let's bring this into Star Wars. So you talk about A, B, and C, um, and it's a pattern. So you've got the Phantom Menace and Return of the Jedi are linked together. And then Attack of the Clones and The Empire Strikes Back are linked together. And the Revenge of the Sith and The New Hope are linked together. So um, Phantom Menace corresponds to Return of the Jedi. So let's see. Are there uh, examples in here? I think there yeah, are. They okay. Have notes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's start with. So each one of these movies is essentially a three-act um, story. Mm-hmm. So you talk about Phantom Menace um, being similar to Return of the Jedi. So Act 1, Jedi embark on a mission to rescue Queen Amidala from Theed. Um, act 1 of um, Jedi. Jedi is that two droids embark on a mission to rescue Han Solo from Jabba's palace. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Act 2... Uh, Planet Tatooine, there's a, a race, there's um, Anakin Skywalker uh, befriends them, and Amidalia falls into Palpatine's trap and calls for a vote of no confidence. On Jedi, on Act 2, there's native Ewoks befriending the rebels, there's a chase involving speeder bikes, Luke leaves his friends to face Darth Vader, and the rebels fall into Palpatine's trap and attack the Death Star. And then you got Act 3. Uh, Gungans join forces with Naboo and the Trade Federation in a multi-stand battle. And then in Jedi in Act 3, there's primitive Ewoks uh, joining the Rebels to defeat the Galactic Empire. So you think that makes sense? There's some parallels there, for sure. There are, yeah. So yeah. A couple of them are kind of reachy, but yeah. I think overall, mm-hmm. yeah, makes there's sense. There's some stretches there, yeah. Yeah, about them rhyming. Yeah. And <laughs> um, let's look at the other two. Uh, so this would be the middle chapter ones, um, the Attack of the Clones and Empire Strikes Back, which in terms of quality of movie, <laughs> there really should be no comparison. Yeah, yeah that's pretty rough. Mm. And that's this. I think these parallels like were kind of the most reachy to okay. with Attack of the Clones. Anakin lures a mysterious attacker to him by using Padme's bait. A bounty hunter escapes, tying mm-hmm. that to like Hoth. And the yeah. Empire coming in. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, because there's no bait in Hoth necessarily. Yeah. Because they were trying to uh, have a secret base and escape when mm-hmm. the Empire arrived. So, yeah. I don't know. Then Anakin escorts Padme to safety off-planet where they fall in love. Han escorts Leia safely off-planet where they fall in love. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Obi-Wan travels to the faraway planet of Kamino in search of a mysterious bounty hunter named Jango Fett. Luke travels to the faraway planet of Dagobah in search of a mysterious Jedi Master named Yoda. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Jango Fett wasn't his mentor, right? So yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. It's a stretch. And Anakin and Padme rush off to rescue Obi-Wan, who's been captured on Geonosis. Luke rushes off to rescue Han and Leia, who have been captured on Cloud City. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's... That's the closest, maybe. Yeah. Then the Republic discovers the location of the Separatist base on Geonosis and launches a major offensive. Mm-hmm. And then on Cloud City, Darth Vader lures Luke to him using uh, Han, Leia, and Chewie as bait. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah i don't know yeah maybe this is kind of where it falls apart <laughs> that one so i feel like the uh the jedi and phantom menace and uh revenge of the sith and a new hope mm-hmm. are probably more this one's kind of like eh but with clone wars kind of being yeah. what it is yeah probably doesn't help anything right the garbage dumpster fire yeah <laughs> let's talk about revenge CG. of the sith and yeah. space battle between the republican separatists over coruscant and a uh, fateful encounter takes place between Obi-Wan and a Skywalker in A New Hope. So, I don't know how those two are tied. Okay. Anakin and Obi-Wan enter Grievous' ship to rescue Palpatine. Uh, Obi-Wan and Luke come across the slaughtered Jawas, which leads to a terrible discovery. Grievous escapes to the hidden Separatist base, and Obi-Wan and Luke leave Tatooine. Okay. Uh, Act 2, there's a great disturbance in the Force. Order 66 uh, against there's a great disturbance in the force. Death Star destroys Alderaan. Uh, Obi-Wan and Yoda come across slaughtered younglings, which leads to a terrible discovery. Uh, Luke, Han, and Obi-Wan enter the Death Star and rescue captive Princess Leia, and they escape the Hidden River base. Okay. And then in the Act 3, a faithful encounter takes place between Obi-Wan and a Skywalker, and a space battle between the Imperial and Rebel forces rages over the Death Star. And Obi-Wan and Luke travel to Tatooine. Hmm. Okay. Maybe. Um, I'll just say, though, too, there's a lot of parallels, too, uh, with Rise of... Sk- or with Force Awakens and A New Hope, yeah. of course. It's basically the same movie with the new, new cast. Yeah, yeah. And that's where it's, most criticism comes from that movie is saying that it was too similar mm-hmm. to A New Hope and it was too predictable and stuff yeah. and safe. Uh, but then in The Last Jedi, I feel like there were scenes reminiscent of Empire, especially, well, also reminiscent of Last or uh, Return of the Jedi. Because you get that scene where he's like, look at your friends, they're dying, you can't help them. Yeah. And then ends up destroying the Emperor and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, which oh, yeah, is totally. Yeah, reminiscent of, uh, yeah, that one. So, I don't know. Um, Last Jedi, I think, is where the wheels fall off on that, too. So that's why these ones aren't, aren't <laughs> yeah. included in the ring theory. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, would you say that Rise of Skywalker has any similarities to either the prequels or the original trilogy? Yeah, 
I mean, I think you're like the Jedi stuff you're talking about. I think that definitely falls mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Jedi is probably the most strong. Mm. I think that would be the one that quote unquote rhymes with. Yeah. Well, there's also, so if you look at Last Jedi, you could compare the Hoth scene to the um, the battle on the salt yeah. planet. Yeah. yeah. That's similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also compare some of the Rise of Skywalker Emperor stuff with Return of the Jedi as well. Mm-hmm. So it bleeds a little bit into that. But there wasn't too much else in Rise of Skywalker that was similar. Other than maybe you could say the Rey and um, Kylo battle in the water was similar to like Luke and Vader. In the throne room. Yeah. yeah. Or even when they were battling in that um, uh, carbon tank area. Mm-hmm. Similar to that, yeah. But yeah, I see the parallels aren't as similar yeah. as they were between the prequels and the original trilogy. So the moral of the story is, um, is George Lucas a genius? <laughs> Possibly? I don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't... I'm going to say no, but there are some <laughs> things that, I mean, he put in there and set up well, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, because he had originally written out everything into a timeline yeah but a lot of that stuff went through revisions in the beginning so yeah it wouldn't make sense later yeah um they also said that he was you know acting as a consultant even though he wasn't directly mm-hmm. affiliated with any of the movies and this yeah. this pre or the sequel trilogy rather so maybe he did have some influence there yeah but if you want to watch them all on the Blu-ray 4K UHD version, <laughs> yeah. pre-order yours now from bestbuy.com. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was pretty much everything. We weren't going to discuss comics this time because we had some ones that we hadn't talked about and it's pretty old now. Yeah. They closed a long time ago and there's already a new series of Star Wars comics. Mm-hmm. So we were going to talk about uh, the Star Wars so- series 68 through 75 which wraps up the original new hope plot line yeah and then goes in now it's going into empire territory yeah so yeah there's like you know battles on hoth and stuff Mm -hmm. taking place in the new series so we'll discuss those when we have a full um story wrapped up for that yeah and then we got what kylo and yep there's the, the kylo series there's a new vader series more Afro, and there's more Afro because Afro wrapped up to the 40th issue was the end of the first chapter mm-hmm. of those comics. Um, so the new ones that are coming out, so Bounty Hunters, is also no, another series. I don't know if you've had any of those. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, but there's Vader, there's Bounty Hunters, and there's Afro, and the Star Wars main series. So we'll get to yapping about those and Kylo Ren, of course, which will be wrapped up. Pretty soon. Yeah. I think Kylo Ren number five will be um, done probably in April. So listen for that and more <laughs> on the next episode of the Space Bros Podcast. Podcast. You don't know the power of the dark side. Don't make me destroy you. The force is with you, young Skywalker. You are not a Jedi yet. Join me to 
together we can rule the galaxy of father and son. Fancy boy with fancy toys. Mm-hmm. <laughs>